Hello and welcome to Book It, a book podcast. A podcast about books where we read and we don't get any free personal pan pizzas out of it. Yet. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And I am Chrissy Wilson. And we are here today, gathered here today, to talk with you about books. Um, because we just read, obviously, one of the most looked forward to books of anything. It's Pulitzer quality, actually, Sarah. I think it really it is. is. It is one of the most celebrated books well, of all time. Well, we know that somebody's going to get a Grammy for reading that audio version. Um, but uh, Chrissy and I are friends, and we love to talk shit about everything. Um, we are connoisseurs of hating and shit talking so <laughs> professional we are haters. professional haters and we thought that certified. we would bring our certified madness to you <laughs> um and also like i'm sorry but everybody was begging to talk about this book and i thought who better to talk about it with than sarah and chrissy yeah two unhinged <laughs> bitches talking about <laughs> talking talking about a woman and the woman in me. <laughs> By the way, I have every time I th- think about the book, the woman in me, like the title, all I say is the woman in me. I'm going to stop singing there so we don't have to pay her for that. Uh, no, no, I think you should go full on. <laughs> Do the whole impression. This isn't a podcast. It's actually this, this is it's karaoke. This is actually, Welcome. our karaoke podcast. Um, <laughs> no, so the for this week for our first episode, our inaugural episode, we are going to review um, Britney Spears' book, "The Woman and Me." Um, it just came out on October twenty fourth. So if you don't have it yet, please pick it up. I highly encourage you to get the audio book, book, audio book version. <laughs> So that you can experience it. And um, it's only like five and a half hours long. You can do it. It is a quick read. I read it yeah. twice. Read it. I listened to it twice. And I will say that there, there's a lot of contention between listening to audiobooks versus reading a book. And is it actually reading if you're listening to an audiobook? Yes. Listen, I don't care. I don't care what you do. I'm telling you right now, if you don't listen to the audiobook version of this, you are doing yourself a disservice. Absolutely. It is Absolutely disservice. Absolutely a disservice because it is beautifully read. So I was kind of hoping that, um, let's just get into it. So I was kind of hoping that Britney Spears would read it in her British accent, obviously. And that didn't no, happen. No, but, but Michelle Williams did a great job, I thought. So I thought it was fine. She was great. But let me ask you, were you expecting Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child or was that just me? No, I was expecting Michelle Williams of Dawson's Creek. Yes. I, w- I was absolutely expecting Michelle <gasps> Williams of Destiny's that Child. Amazing, I don't know why. Though. I don't know. I, I will say that this woman, <sighs> um, I told you earlier today that I can't handle crowds. I would I would join a sag after a picket line for this woman just based on her skills of reading this goddamn book. Oh my book. god. It, it was, was amazing. I mean, the art. Yeah. The art behind this. She should this. win several just awards impeccable. because of how she read this book. It was great. I don't even know what awards come with this. But yeah, win yeah. everything. Grammys. I think it's just Grammys, I don't know. but maybe she could win like maybe just a Pulitzer and a Grammy. That then I don't think I don't see anything wrong with that. Like I don't know why we can't have both of those. Pulitzer Grammys, yeah. 
Re- release a documentary, Michelle. Release a yeah, documentary I, showing us you I, reading it. Just the five and a half hour long documentary showing you reading it. We'll su- we'll submit you for the Oscars. Will, absolutely, and we'll turn it into a Broadway play. So my, <laughs> I want to know if she spent a lot of time with Britney before she read it because she nailed so much of like Britney's cadence when she's like reading things. Which a note from on that people were saying that it's AI and it's not really Britney like reading the prologue or the author's note, and I was like. No. I'm like, I think it was her, and I think she's not, like, just because she's a good singer and a good performer doesn't mean that she's good on the spoken word, like, out loud. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that, some people are just not comfortable reading. No. Yeah. I I don't, I, it was yeah. Brittany. I think it was Brittany. And I, I think the, the prologue was Brittany, and I also think Michelle Williams did a beautiful job. And I will say that I, I was never... I've, obviously, everyone knows the entire story of Britney Spears before um, reading right. this book. Just by being yes. human, existing in society, you know what's happened. Well, yeah, anytime um, they took a shit, I, we knew about it. Every single time. Uh, I did not see myself like actually tearing <gasps> up and crying like twice. I know. Twice during I know. this. I was sitting there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, I mean, that was part of Michelle Williams' delivery that I'm just like, I, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea this was going to be a tear Michelle jerker. knew what it meant to be the princess of pop the legendary miss britney spears like i was like how did you do that but dark child she became (laughs) (laughs) okay but like she did such a great job i really enjoyed listening to her um and then i also liked that so britney obviously is a professional performer i mean from the moment that she exited lynn spears's womb and you know till the day she dies she knew exactly when to get off stage her author's note was not too long. It was not too, like, you know, whatever. Like, she wasn't like, oh, this is, like, what she knew exactly when to get off stage. I was like, that was beautiful. The girl's got impeccable timing. Yeah, she's got great timing. So, obviously, we just spent, what, like, eight minutes talking about um, Michelle Williams needing an award for this performance. Yes. So, we're going to break this down into three parts. Um, we are going to talk about other books, like we're going to do like Twilight, we'll do some American Girl doll series. Just a lot of nostalgic books or newer books or weird books. We don't give a shit. Maybe some maybe some Greek mythology. We'll yeah, throw it all in there. Yeah. Because we are yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to do Greek mythology. Um, but we do. like, you know, so we're going to start with this book because it it needed to be devoured and talked about. And then we're going to talk about other weird shit. So if you guys are ready to get weird, let's get into the woman and me. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into the woman and me. Oh, yikes. <laughs> okay. So in Brittany's early life, which actually, uh, you know, really her biography is on the back of my Barbie doll that I have of her. Right in front of you. It, it says say? that um, Brittany Jean Spears is born on December 2nd, 1981, birthplace Kent, Kentwood, Louisiana, middle name Jean. Her favorite pastimes are shopping, hanging out with family and friends, reading romance novels, spending a day at the beach, and she's a Sagittarius, and her birthstone is Topaz. So, And this is the Britney Spears Baby One More Time yes, doll. Yes, this is the Britney Spears Baby One More Time doll, and... Putting this information against the book, pretty accurate. So 
We're that's <laughs> dead yeah. on. I feel like that's it. We don't need to do anymore. Just stop right there. You've already read the whole entire yeah. thing. Yay. So Yay. Um, she was born in Louisiana, but didn't she say she went to school in Mississippi or something? Yes. Yes. She went to a private yes. school in Mississippi. She went to a private school in, in um Mississippi. And one thing that I noticed about her the in this first couple of chapters is she really tries to set the mood of that this is what she experienced like this is what she felt like during these experiences so it really didn't feel like she was trying to be like listen this is my side it was more like you know like she wasn't trying to like prove herself she was just like these are the things that I was thinking during those times, which I thought was interesting. I thought it was an interesting tone. I I thought it was interesting. I don't think, obviously we all know that this, this woman has endured um, an immense amount of oh, trauma. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think she spent any time trying to play into um, being a victim. No. I don't think she was trying to get even with anyone. I think she was just saying, you all have read it. You've all seen it. This is what I was thinking yeah. during it. And yeah, I thought it was really, I, I guess I want to say cool. Like, I thought that was a really cool, like, way to package and present this book. Like, if I'm Britney Spears. It wasn't like, no, and I also loved how she didn't spend that much time talking about Kevin Federline. Spoiler, she doesn't spend that much time talking about him. It's about five minutes. It's about minutes. five minutes of some of which <laughs> she says, bless his heart, about being a rapper, which is beautiful. Which- which is Southern for this fucking yeah, moron. Yeah, this fucking guy. Like, what a clown. But I also felt like she kind of introduced us to baby Britney. You know what I mean? Like, where, like, the things that she thought. Like, where she said, I noted that she said that disagreeing with a parent was not permitted. Otherwise, there were consequences. So I thought that was kind of interesting because given what she does later in life, you know, where she's in the conservatorship and, like, you know, her dad's telling her that she's not well and she needs to do all this stuff and whatever. Yeah. She's she still feels like she can't disagree with her dad. So I thought this was interesting that she's making sure to, like, give you kind of key themes of, like, what how she thinks about things. I thought that was interesting. It's kind of like like this is how I grew yeah, up and it, was, it wasn't like I'm an idiot or my parents were bad people. It was just like this is what I was thinking like during, that was. Yeah, it it was it was a blueprint to her childhood trauma with without spelling out the trauma. It was basically the this was the the series of things that happened in my life when I was young. And this is my response when I was older. So you kind of look at it and see the synergy of that, which makes a lot of sense because she didn't really get a chance oh. to skip from childhood. And I, she she didn't really get she didn't really get a childhood. She didn't really get an adolescence. No. And it took her took her a really long time to get her own independence to have her own adulthood yeah because um so my husband james was walking by i was listening to it over the speaker while i was making dinner the other day and she was saying that she was back home and her mom was irritated with her for being loud in the house that britney spears bought for her by the way and yeah she said like oh i and then i realized like i have money we don't have to be here and i have my I have my own money. And, and then I went to Vegas. James looked at me and he goes, did she just say, and then I realized I'm Britney Spears? And I was like, yeah, like that's essentially what she just said. And he was like, wow. And like, that wasn't, that wasn't like at 17. No. It was, it was years later. Yeah, that was like, she was 
an adult, like a whole ass woman. And she's she was a whole ass adult because that incident is what led to the Jason Alexander yes. marriage. And OK, so we're we can see what I mean. We could jump we're getting ahead of ourselves. So um, that's I also thought it was interesting that she's very kind about her parents in this book still. I mean, because it is a very complicated emotion to be mad at your parents while also loving them, you know. I didn't. I didn't think that she was unkind about no. anyone. Ooh, I thought for Jamie she Lynn. showed a lot of grace. Even, even, even little uh, little Judas Lynn. <laughs> she wasn't even that mean about her. She, if you, if you look at the context of things and the way that 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 girl behaved. Yeah. She, I, I mean, I, I don't know anyone that could have been as nice as yeah, she was. That's true, and I wouldn't have she been. Also, like kept talking about how cute and sweet and wonderful Jamie Lynn was when she was yeah. a kid and then she was the cutest little thing and we dressed her up like a doll yeah. and so then she also says like so she kind of introduces us to why she likes singing right so she says that that was her you know escape and her kind of her coping mechanism and she could hear her housekeeper singing gospel music she did talk about that, that when times were a little bit better, she could hear her housekeeper talking about um, gospel or singing up gospel music. And it, it really impacted her, which I thought was. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. And then I also wondered because so I listened to Jessica Simpson's memoir ahead. of I didn't get very far, but I did listen to some of Jessica Simpson's memoir before we did this. I wanted to understand one story about Justin Timberlake, but then I felt like I understood a little bit more about Jessica Simpson. So she got into an accident when she was like two, like her mom was driving. There's no seatbelts in Texas. Oh, my God. And she like launched through the windshield head first and developed a stutter because of this. And so instead of like talking, she would sing. And that's why like so she'd go, I want apple juice or like, you know, whatever. (laughs) And just picturing a little baby Jessica Simpson doing that is fucking hilarious. But I thought that was Wild to me to think about that Jessica Simpson started singing because that was how she could express herself instead of stuttering and being frustrated with herself. And then I want to know, like, what made Britney escape into song? Like, why did she? Because she felt like she was in her own world when she was singing. So I'm like, what are you not telling us, Britney? What are we missing? We're missing she something. did say a whole bunch of times that like she was like a this weird combination of wanting to be an entertainer, but then wanting to like crawl into her shell and then not be seen by anyone. Yeah, and it might be because she grew up um, like the most historical site by her house growing up was Camp Moore. Can we talk about that for a second? Because that was that was in the it was in the opening. Yeah. Okay, so so one, you did your research of being like, I would like to learn more about the humanity of things, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking Google this and see if these assholes still do this, and they fucking do, Sarah. Not only that, it's coming up, it's coming up on November 18th through and the 19th. It's five dollars for adults, three dollars for students, and kids six and under are free to witness a reenactment of America's fucking shame live and in person. Okay, and at two p.m., written on the website, on the website, it is written in letters that their um, reenactment. They call it a skirmish, a skirmish. Okay? Uh, who, uh, who's it? What Still now? Do it. Yeah, yeah, and their their promotion, the promotion of it is quote. You ready for their their tagline oh, for this? Because it's. Come on out. It's as close as you'll ever get. Mm, is it? Is it? Because I think we still have some existing problems in this country that you can get a lot closer. So I don't I don't know. I don't what know I thought was notable was that that was the reminder that the holiday was coming up. Not yeah. 
She's like, oh. Oh, it's almost Thanksgiving. We're, <laughs> we're reenacting this abomination shit stain <laughs> on American history. But I was like, um, not the happy Thanksgiving. Not all the Stouffers at 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 the grocery store, or whatever, at the Kroger or whatever. Like, not all the Thanksgiving assortments out. That that's how you know that Thanksgiving's coming is that we're doing the Civil War reenaction. <laughs> what what I what I found to be wild about this is you've got the Civil War reenactment leading into Thanksgiving. So you have American shame, okay, leading into a holiday that is built on a foundation of American shame. So we've just got double and double. Like, I, I mean, like, I, w- I would love to know what they do for Columbus That's why Day. She sings. Like, what do you Like, what do you guys That's do? That's why she sings. Because she's trying to figure out <laughs> what the fuck is going on. But what, what is um, this? So she went to a, a private school, and it kind of felt like she was constantly filled with worry, right? Like she was, oh, like her brother got in that ATV accident, and she's like sleeping she, yeah, with she him. I, and I was trying to, I mean, I was trying to work backwards to figure out, you know, ages yeah. uh, of, you know, when this stuff happened because she said she was four, and I think her brother is, you know, two or three years older. Yeah, than he's her. not much older so than her. He, he was. He was seven, six or seven by himself riding an ATV in a field. Like, I, yeah, I mean, what is the South, I, honestly? I have no I idea. Have, I have no idea yeah. what was going on with the Lynn and Jamie supervision. I um, don't feel like there. But so that was one of the things that I had written down is that it feels like Brittany never had any adults like in her life. No. And the adults no, that she, she had were Madonna. <laughs> Which, You know what, though? Madonna helped her out, though, because Madonna was like, no, like, you should be powerful. You should be fucking Britney Spears. You know what I mean? Like, I was jacked for her about that. Um, But the adults that she did have in her life, like, even her great-grandma didn't feel like everybody had it all together. But... No, but they. She does speak about all of these people in such a loving way that, like... It's so nice. They don't deserve her. And she... When she talked, they don't deserve her. Well, I mean, let's, we won't fault the, the um, deceased grandmothers who were dead before yeah. uh, a lot yeah. of this happened. But the, because she talks about her maternal grandmother, which was Lily from London. Oh. And then she talks about her great grandmother, Lexi, which was the, the mother of her dad's deceased mom. Wait. Or the, the, the yeah. No. Yes, right? So I know there's there's um, Emma Jean, that is, what's his butt's mom, Lynn, right? So there's there's Emma there's Emma Jean that was, and then she's married Jamie's, to June, Jamie's mother, yeah. married to June, but she committed suicide. Yes, so Emma Jean had they had Emma Jean and June Spears are married and they have a baby and yeah. the baby passes away at three days old. Sad. Yeah. Um and. June decides, put her in a mental institution and drug her, and yeah, that it's explains a Spears family trait yeah, for men. I was going to say that explains a lot because obviously every person, like when they're a parent, they're either replicating their trauma or they're doing the opposite, right? So ja- Jamie was like, "I'm going to lean hard into it." Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go hard on this. But what was kind of eerie about it is that so that her dad's mother. Emma Jean yeah. Spears. The, the, she went by Jean, yeah. and that's where Brittany got her middle yeah. name because she's Brittany Jean. Yeah. So I was like, oh, God, we're just going to, we're just going to. I mean, I know they all loved reenacting history based upon oh the, God. Um, you know, yeah. Camp More, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> camp Less. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even think camp less. I didn't think you guys were going to plan to have like a, you know, fucking skirmish with the women in your family and send them to mental yeah. institutions for disagreeing with you. I, I it's, but they, so she, I think that with June and especially not only just how he treats the women in their, in his life, but also like that he's pushing the kids, like he was pushing his kids to be yeah. athletes. Like, I'm like, what's going on with you? He seems like he might have been insane. He, oh, a little um, bit, yeah. He, he had 10 kids with three wives. So he sent both, um, well, his first and second, at least. He sent um, two of his wives to mental institutions. And then she notes that one of his daughters accused him of sexual abuse. Oh, yeah. Um, and that he was a sports fanatic. And when Jamie came home, she'd make him, he'd make him exercise um, past exhaustion and shoot a hundred baskets yeah. after practice before he was allowed that in the was house. Crazy. That's crazy. I mean, based based upon how Jamie turned out, like it wasn't enough. Yeah. And Dude, then you should have left him out there for two hundred. I don't know and what then happened. Brittany says that he softened as he got older, but I also thought it was funny that she said she described nothing was ever good enough for him. And Brittany said, "I probably would it. I probably would put it more harshly than that." And I was like, ooh, that is super Southern ooh. and passive aggressive, and I love it. That's the one thing that I like about Brittany is that we're learning that Brittany has really fun ways to, like, completely insult you. And, like, you can't really argue with it. <laughs> no, she is very witty. Yes, I really think that she's – I'm not saying that she's, she's a, the most brilliant or anything like that. I'm just saying I think she knows exactly how to work with what she's got. She knows exactly how to no. do it, which is good. She – she yeah. does. And that and you go back to the bless his heart mention. Like that is that is a a degrading southern thing to say and it's hilarious yeah. because it it wouldn't even register with and a, a ton of even people. Even how she talks about like like you what you said earlier like that she never names that the photographer, she only just calls him the photographer like <laughs> like it's it's like, like she knows like mm. you're going to really love that I'm naming you so I'm not going to. Which is wonderful. Yeah. But and what I love is no. that Brittany recognizes in this part of the book, she's like, listen, I know that my parents like passed down their generation generational trauma onto us. Like I know that they're doing that. She they pushed her brother Brian to excel in sports. They pushed Brittany, and then they don't seem to push Jamie Lynn, but that's okay. No. Um and then her gra- is it her grandma? Is it Lynn's grandma or Lynn's mom, Lily Portel? And she's British. And Brittany calls her exotic. Yes. Yeah, that was Lynn's mom, who was Brittany describes as being very fancy and from and London. Exotic. And then she met her, she met her grandfather Barney at a dance for the World War II soldiers um, somewhere in London. Yeah. Uh, and then Barney brought her to a New Orleans dairy farm, and she was like, "What the? Where fuck are the lights? This? <laughs> Where? What the? What the fuck is this? What are we doing?" And Barney here? also said like, that he didn't I, want her to go back to London because then she wouldn't want to go. Back. She'd never come back. No shit. I I mean, basically, she was trapped there. And then Brittany's like, she got really into cleaning. Like, for oh what? Oh, my God. They like, all got into she got cleaning. really into cleaning. Because I remember my ex-boyfriend, he said that his grandma used to, um, I was going to say mow the carpet, but it's not mow the carpet. It's <laughs> vacuum. And Oh, the yeah, lines? She used the lines to do the, the she used to vacuum like three times a day. And he, she had vodka in the freezer. And then she'd be drunk by the time that, his, like, his dad and aunts and uncles got off school. Like, I was like, 
Well, yeah, like they were all also being given like speed and yeah, quaaludes, say, like by the handful. I was gonna say, of course, she's doing fen fen all day, and then she's got to yes. get tanked and then take a nap so that she can deal with her fucking kids. What do you mean? That's what like people are like. Why are the women in the fifties like so thin and had so much energy? Like uh, drugs, bitch. Like yeah. they were on and they were told, an insane amount. And they of were shit. told to smoke cigarettes because it'll make you thin. Because it curbs yeah, your appetite. Yeah, just chain smoke cigarettes and take speed. Yeah, and then that's it. That's the only. That's it. Like that's so easy. <laughs> they were like uppers to get going, downers to go to yeah. sleep, vodka in yeah. the middle. Like that was that and was. And also, here are your children. But that's fine. So Brittany seems to love every single woman in her life. Every single one. Like she loves her aunt. She's so nice about yeah, everyone. She loves her aunts. Oh, her and by her aunt Sandra and I would have been so yeah mean. To all of my family members in this book, like I would be unapologetically awful. I would be like, and here's the chapter about you. Like I would be settling scores. <laughs> so. Yeah, like this should have been the Britney Spears burn <gasps> book, and it fucking that would have been fucking she iconic. Been like, here's here's the three thousand readings why I hate all of your fucking guts. But she doesn't never. do that, and it's really upsetting. So she is never allowed to hang out with her. So her grandma Lily died. And then she hung out a lot with her great grandma Lexi. So Lily's mom was her. Was her grandma Lily the one that the one that like had a heart attack and died in the pool, I, or was that Lexi? Ooh, I don't remember. All I know is that Lexi was senile because she got in a car accident, and then they weren't allowed to see each other anymore. Brittany wasn't allowed to play with her friend <laughs> great grandma. She was really bummed out about this. I'm yeah. like, what was she, she doing? Sounded like over she might have been a good time. She also like, but she was she was married seven times. Oh, yeah. Like she, I think. In in that stage, like in that period of life, because she she had to be a rocking good time. That lady had oh. to like just be like, I don't give a shit about anyone or anything. I'm here to yeah. party. And as far as as far as I saw, there was no great grandfather in the picture no. at the time of Britney sleepovers. Lexi also hated, um, I think hated June. Yes, because she so she was the mother of Jean yes. Spears. So she hated June because Le- Lexi, um. June, so June, uh, Jean Spears killed herself when she was 31 yes. at her infant son's grave. And then I worked backwards from it because I was trying to figure oh, out yes. like ages of everyone. Um, and and I, I mean, this is obviously a good amount of time ago, but I still, I mean, I at this point, I think like people are telling me they're pregnant at 30, and I'm like, <gasps> I'm are a you child. sure you're ready? <laughs> um, you're you're you guys are just babies. Um, didn't you just graduate high school? <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> Are you allowed? Does your mom know? <laughs> uh, it so it was noted that Jamie was thirteen when his mother died. So he was he was five, I think, when like the with this yeah. baby. So she would have. So she was eighteen when Jamie <gasps> was born. So depending on the timeline, I don't know if Jamie was the oldest, but so Jean started having babies at at least eighteen yeah. in this oh, time period, least. and then. And then, and she would have been around twenty three when the baby that died was born, and she killed herself eight years yeah, later. Yeah, because, yeah, and Lexi hated June. Lexi hated June because she the the woman clearly had some serious depression. Clearly, um, following following the death of her baby, that might and cause then a his ads. May, maybe <laughs> I mean maybe, and his response was. I don't know. Let's throw her in a mental asylum. Yeah. Excuse me. Would you like a grippy sock vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. 
I would not. I would prefer no, to I not wouldn't. have that. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm going to pass on that, but thank you for offering. <laughs> I appreciate you asking. No. Um, yeah, that was fucking cuckoo bananas. I cannot believe that he did that. And I like to think that Lexi was like some like crass old woman that would like swear at people or something. And that's why Brittany loved her so much. Like, I just want like a whole movie about those two. Like, tell yeah. me about Brit Brit and Grandma Lexi. Like, I just want to know. Like, what 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 were we renting at Blockbuster? Crossroads yeah. 2. Oh. The Road to Lexi. Yes. Like, that's what we need. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Crossroads. Oh, I love that movie. Okay. I've never seen that <gasps> movie. I should probably state that. Chrissy. I, I noted. I went on here. I was through when I was making notes for things. There were like a few movies mentioned, and I was like, "Oh fuck, never seen that." Oh one my either. god! There's there are several. Okay, you will love Crossroads because it is unbelievably bad. So you'll love it, like, <laughs> which is my special. And hobby. I also love knowing in this book that she was like, "I became Lucy." I was like, "Yes, you did. Yes, of yeah. course you did. Of course." Yeah, I I method acted my way into, being Lucy. into this. Okay, so this role. Brittany got in a I guess Lexi got in a car accident with Brittany and I made sure that I had to um n- say that because Brittany did get into a car accident when she was 13 years old. She was driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As one does. Yeah, you I was driving at 13 with my mom and my sister. No big deal. It's fine. Um so then her mom said that she wasn't allowed to hang out with Lexi anymore. And so Brittany has been sad ever since that. Like, like Lexi was like a bad influence. Yeah. Like, oh God, she's hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yeah. Her great grandmother. So fucking senile. This like, and I was like, you know, I think it might be fun for kids to spend time with their senile grandparents because kids need to know that shit gets wild. Like when you're older, <laughs> like, it starts to pop shit off. It's weird. Like, my grandma had dementia, and she would just, like, tell me that she had to work at the post office all night. And I'm like, yeah. those." I'm like, they made you work overnight? She's like, yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, you know, clearly she wasn't working at the post office overnight. But, like, no, like no. my sister's kids should have to experience that. Yeah. No, no they should. It, 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 is, it is like an experiment in people watching. Yeah. I remember... Spending spending some summers at my grandpa's house um, and watching this man uh, show me that his way of getting rid of was one of those, you know, those like little those little bugs that look like ladybugs, but they're not. They look like yeah, little yeah, beetles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his way of getting rid of them was to take a take the hose off a vacuum and just walk around and vacuum them up. And I was like, all right, shit's getting weird, <laughs> sir. Pa- Papa's over here vacuuming up bugs, just like got him. Got him, got him, and I was like, "All right, what? Let's You're just like, let him hey, do his Papa, thing." Are you? Are we? Are we sure? Papa, um, okay? are we? What's going to happen with these when they're in there? Like, I've seen Casper, and they <laughs> just the ghosts just come back out. So I feel like these things are going to like eject themselves any second. Is this going to be a problem? <laughs> <laughs> are they going to morph into something? Is it going to become like a giant bug and it's going like, to pop out? Like, what's what's going to happen? And but then, that's old people. And then that's what's what happens the plan when that happens. <laughs> Yeah, what what do you got? Do you got a bigger vacuum? Like, do you have a shop vac? Like, what you, leaf blower? What what are we gonna bring in? <laughs> let's let's get some let's get some shit going, Papa. <laughs> yeah, figure it out, man. <laughs> um, okay. So then this is when Brian is in a car. So then she starts talking about her brother Brian's car accident. Um, his ATV his accident. AT, sorry, not his car four accident. Four wheeler. Yes. It, 
at at the age of six or seven, yeah, just out there, head on what collision, the fuck? airlifted by a helicopter, full body cast, <gasps> pee through a hole, like a whole thing. I thought it was so funny because little kids, like I think that as adults we forget about that little kids do that. She's like, he had to pee through a hole, and she's like, <gasps> like what? Like how does how he do go he to do the that? bathroom? Like you know, but do. You- do you know? Do you know why I know that she's like a deep down a nice person and I'm a bag of shit? Because she says that she went to the hospital and it was filled with toys and she saw that and she just felt terrible for her brother. And my brain now and then I would have been like, "Fuck, I got to break yeah. something." Like I yeah. would have been, I would have been like, "What? We breaking an ankle? Yeah, yeah, breaking yeah. a wrist? What, what are we gonna do? Especially what are we doing since, here?" And that's interesting because she said that she liked attention like she was always looking for attention and like hiding was getting attention it's interesting that she didn't do anything like that that she didn't like purposely hurt herself or like get sick to get attention you know what I mean she was just like I will just be a good girl and make you guys a lot of money but um I wasn't in it for the attention, but I was in it for the gifts. Yeah, so, I would be. Yeah, um, let's yeah. see some gifts. And like, also, like, I don't want to do anything anymore. So I'm. I broke my leg, and it's still healing. You broke it three years ago. Yeah, I know. And you know, the doctor told yeah. me to take it easy. <laughs> yeah. It was a real bad break. Okay. Are you a doctor? And also, are you my leg? Oh, oh. Why do <laughs> I have to push myself so much to be a child star? It's since you're a doctor. <laughs> We don't even have to have me work that hard. See? So I can take a break. Thank you. Because <laughs> you're a doctor. Perfect. I actually love you. Yeah, we've got a do- doctor in the house. Amazing. Dr. Dab. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so um, I, she said that she shared a bed with Brian all the time, her brother, and slept with him and made sure that he was okay. And her mom told her, like, you know, you're too old for that. And Brittany's like, nah, bitch. Like, I'm going to hang out with my brother and make sure he's okay she said she stayed there until like six yeah yeah and then i also love how Brittany says that lynn um will always show deference to brian i think because she feels really bad about that whole thing and it's like yes why was your son why why was your son why Why was your son thank you michelle and thank you thank you michelle Michelle here wait (laughs) hey guys we got michelle williams to read um you know some things on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wheatthins. Wheat. White. Why was your son dressed on ATV collision, Lynn? Why? <laughs> why was that? I was just like, ma'am, do you think that's why you're showing deference? And then um, apparently Jamie was always an asshole to Brian. I think Jamie's only speed is asshole. By the way, Jamie Spears, their dad. Um, no, no, he seems to tone it, tone it down into sleep when he is absolutely yeah. piss drunk. And I also... Yeah thought it was interesting because she shows a lot of loyalty to Brian but I'm like well then where is Brian's loyalty to Brit Brit yeah I I feel like the same thing she does show a lot of loyalty to him and I I wondered that throughout the entire thing where I'm like where where are they now I do remember reading that they said that he was at her wedding or invited to her wedding yeah I think I remember something about that but yeah I just was like why like where where's your loyalty Bri what's going on yeah bring it out let's see it Let's see Britney and Brian. Let's see the remix with Britney and Brian. Like, how come we got to do Chillin' With You, Britney and Jamie Lynn, and where's Brian? Where's Brian's song? Yeah. 
She she slept at the foot of the be- your bed while you were peeing through a hole on a little special mattress. Yeah. Where were you while she was locked up yeah. all the time, yeah. Brian? Yeah. What the fuck, man? I didn't see you um, sweeping up her hair when she shaved it all off. Where, what was going on with you? Were you were you busy? <laughs> you couldn't have stood up for her? You worked for yeah. her. Also, anybody who says anything about that that's nuts to shave your head, like I was like, you've oh, obviously her- never felt out of control where you're like, I have no control in my life. Like, I can't, I can't control how my ex-husband is treating me during this whole process and taking my kids away. I can't control how the public perceives me. I can't control paparazzi following me everywhere. I can't control anything. But what I can do is I can shave my head. So I'm going to do that. I can shave my head. And have you ever been hot and sweaty and couldn't or angry and couldn't get your hair out yeah. of your face? Because it happens to me multiple times a week. And my immediate go to is it's shave done. My head. It's done. Have you never seen Napoleon Dynamite where he said his head was very hot and so he shaved it all off? So, yeah, I feel like it's it's a lot more common. Yeah. now. I don't I, I think if, it's done. If it would have been now when Brittany went in and was like, I'm going to shave my head. Nobody would. have. Well, like Doja Cat, like, like Doja right. Cat shaved her it, head. Girl. And I, I think she looks hot. With, with no hair. I think she looks great. And I love Doja Cat. But I also love how she oh, is like, fuck you. I'm going to shave my head and I look better. Like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yes, good. Yeah. I'm glad that she's kind of owning that. And I hope that Britney does a song with Doja because that'd be great. But um, what great. I did think was funny, and obviously because like, I grew up in the suburbs of Illinois and then I grew up in Arizona um, so the top holidays were not Mardi Gras. Like none of them were Mardi Gras. <laughs> like, it was never like No, but she did talk she about She said her top holidays were Mardi Gras, Fourth of July, Christmas, and then obviously the Civil War reenactment oh, yeah. before Thanksgiving. The, the Civil War reenactment, <laughs> number one. Right up there. That was I was like it was say. that's Is such it, a Louisiana. Was it, was it the Mardi Gras parade that she was talking about when they're on the golf cart and they got kicked I out? I think that was it. But she said okay. that like yeah. Anyway, so um, I also thought it was Brittany says that she's mad at her mom for enabling Jamie and his alcoholism. She did. She said that she found herself angrier at Lynn because Lynn was the one screaming at him at four o'clock in the morning when she was. I mean, she what was she yeah. seven. And she's like being kept yeah. up at night by her mom screaming at her absolutely hammered and she's dad. screaming at her mom like just leave him alone just let him like go to sleep like fuck him like she was just like we're yeah. all done hearing about him and stop talking to him like she she did say that a lot of the times when he was like heavy into drinking that he would just disappear and she preferred yeah. that which i would yeah, have too. absolutely i've been like get the fuck out of my house but um yeah so then this is kind of where she becomes like and i was just talking about this with james my husband, um, I, I thought it was funny that as soon as she enters, she wins a pageant, then all of a sudden it's like, just go, go, go. Like, that was just what, that was what all of them did. You know what I mean? Like, Justin Timberlake, you know, Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson. It was just like, put my kid in a fucking costume, put him on stage, let's go. Like, I got to traumatize this kid yesterday. <laughs> We are yeah. late. What are you, five? We are late for what trauma. five? How come you're not cute enough? What's going on? Let's get some blush on you. By the way, I did, I don't know if you did this, I did like tap dancing when I was a kid. Um, and no. Oh, God. And I look at the pictures of myself and I've got like blue eyeshadow on. I'm like, what's going on with this? Like, I'm like, why do I look like Tammy Faye Baker over here? 
Like, what's going on? And I, I guess I'm glad that I was in, like, the 90s pageants and not, like, this weird toddlers and tiaras didn't, thing. But didn't, didn't you win a baby oh, pageant? Yes, when I was one, because I blew farts. <laughs> I, it was my mouth, not obviously. Like, I wasn't farting and, like, winning. But I did just blow. I mean, we won diapers. Like, who gives a shit? But I do have a tiara. Oh, is it tiny? No, it's ginormous. It's still, it's wonderful. And as a matter of fact, what the fuck were you supposed to do with that? I don't know. I wore it when I was packing up the stuff um, when we moved from Arizona to New York. And somebody came and rang the doorbell to ask if they could have one of my items that I put out on the curb for free. And I was wearing my tiara. And I was like, yes, help yourself. <laughs> I'm sure. Away, peasant. I'm sure no one thought that I was out of my mind. Well, that's the other thing. Britney can dance in her living room. I was packing up my home wearing my tiara from when I won a baby pa- a beauty baby pageant when I was one, and nobody's like, are, you can do whatever you and want. And no one's like, are you okay? <laughs> no, they know you yeah, are. Yeah, they, they're like, you know what? We just yeah. leave Sarah alone. <laughs> we just leave her alone, and then she just kind of doesn't do anything. But We're going to let it ride. It's just, okay. Yeah, it's fine. So she's in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse at like eight, right? Or she auditioned for the Mickey Mouse. She auditioned. She auditioned. Right. So she said she went to Atlanta and auditioned right. at eight. And they were only looking for kids like over 10. And they were like, how old are you? And she was like, uh, nine. Yeah. And they were like, sure, yeah. kid. Okay. So Chrissy, you're eight. Are you auditioning for yeah. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? <laughs> I'm not. But I will tell you that around that same age that do you, I don't know if you had them in your area. Do you remember the, um, the video store Hollywood yes. video chain? Did you yes. have those? Okay. Well, one time around probably around that age and by the way i had no no parents intervening at all i drove by and they were hiring but instead of saying like we're hiring their sign said um looking for stars (gasps) and i fucking called okay (laughs) at the age of eight and i was like you rang i'm like what does that sign mean and they were like we're hiring and i was like oh no click i'm the talent talents could be used elsewhere thank you so would I have auditioned for Mickey Mouse Club? Probably. I called. I would. I. I, I had no issues. I called Hollywood Video, seeing if they were looking for stars. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> well, let me tell you guys. Would you? Did, would you have auditioned? Did you know? That's why we're qualified to talk about these books because I am a pageant winner, and you are <laughs> a star for Hollywood Video. <laughs> I am. I. They did not hire me. Well, that so was because I was, I was underage. But you rejected them. You know what I mean? Like they didn't reject you. You I, were like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> out of here. But it, I, I mean, it. I could. I could have went to work there because Brittany says she was waiting <gasps> yes. tables at the age of nine. Cleaning so. shellfish couldn't be me. Yeah. She was. She was out there cleaning shellfish, serving people, like doing little, like you know. Dinner time entertainment. I kept picturing Hillary Duff in a Cinderella story, like with her little apron and like her roller, her roller skates. <laughs> like I just pictured like Britney, but obviously she's like little tiny and then just like singing. Like <laughs> I just, I just pictured her like tap dancing out there. And, yeah, you know, like jumping their little granny seafood and deli <laughs> on people. Oh, babe, I'm babe, I'm. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm just a baby. God, I couldn't even believe being nine and working at a restaurant. But anyway, um, <clears throat> Jamie Lynn enters the world April 4th, 1991. I was two. Dark day. Oh, dark, dark day. Dark day. I was two. Um, about to be, well, about, I would be two because my, my birthday is, in. I'm in 89, so 
Yeah, I would have been four. Yeah. I'm in 86. This is a dark day. So I'm going to say this, Chrissy. We have never known. I don't remember a time without Jamie Lynn Spears in it, which is weird. I don't like that about me or or us. I don't either. Yeah, so this is unfortunate. If you are having trouble processing that, it's okay. That's what this book club is for. We are going to talk about yeah. that we don't remember a time without Jamie Lynn Spears in our life. This is an emotional support group. <laughs> Let us know what you need. Lean on us. Okay. So, um, Brittany has a lot. This is another instance of her anxiety, but I did love this. She did seem kind of like a terror because her mom like just picks up and throws this costume away. And she's like, mm. like, she goes, this costume was a piece of shit. And she's like, mom, like, <laughs> what'd you do with my costume? Like, why are you throwing it away? And like, oh, I'm sorry, is gushing blood not like a good enough excuse for you? <laughs> Oh, yeah, her mom was, like, hemorrhaging, and she's like, what's wrong with this yeah. bitch? What's going on with she's, your costume? She's bleeding out. You just threw away my piece of shit <laughs> costume. Clean up your blood and sew that together. Get it to get a bucket. Sew, yeah. What are you doing? Let's sew up whatever you got going on, and then you can finish my costume. You're sewing up that costume. Yeah. Maybe you could soak my costume so that the blood doesn't set, and then you can get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> You got a needle and thread right there. Sew yourself up and get back yeah, to it. But soak my costume while you're doing that. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> like, come on, mom. God. So she, her mom. She said she was very traumatized oh, yeah. by it. And, yeah, because then she's yeah. like, because she, you know, and you don't want that in your life. You don't want anything to be wrong no. with your mom. So No, you don't, you don't want to be nine years old watching your mother bleed out while she's sewing up your costume. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, maybe Brittany said to the doctor, she's like, maybe if you had sewn up my mom's, you know, business as good as my mom sews costumes, like you guys could be, my dad's a doctor and my mom could sew, could stitch this shit up. What the fuck? We could have been, she could have. Dr. Dad. They were really pushing her to be a star, but really she could have been pushing them to be better too. Like, hey, look at what you're doing. What are you just drunk? That would have been me. That would have been me. I'd have been talking shit to like my. Get out there and shoot a hundred baskets, you lazy piece of shit. (laughs) This is how I know that I'm a piece of garbage because I absolutely would have talked mad shit to my parents. And I'm sorry to my parents for having to deal with that. But I will contest that at least, you know, I've mellowed out a little bit. I figured out oh. a crafty way to say it instead of being like, and who the fuck are you? <laughs> so Lynn's got a postpartum hemorrhage, which I actually think is what happened, what I did to my mom. I think I made my mom bleed out. Uh, my mom said the same thing to oh. me. You almost killed your mom too? I <gasps> mean, I don't think I almost killed her, but uh, she pretends wait, that I did. So. so we both have that in common with Jamie Lynn. Uh-oh. Whoops. Well, mine was like on the spot. It wasn't oh, like mine a, was also, I mean, Jamie Lynn was, was yeah, like. Mine was like not like a couple of days later. And maybe that's why Britney Spears hates Jamie Lynn, too, is she's like. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie Lynn's running on like delay of yeah. death. OK, like we I, I was like, finish her right now. OK, that's. What, <laughs> but she didn't. She's fine. No. And maybe she's that's totally fine. Because uh, by the way, everybody, there will be a volume two coming out in 2024. So I'm so excited. We'll yeah. be discussing that as well, I'm sure. But um, OK, so maybe Brittany is mad at Jamie Lynn because she's like, listen, my costume was a piece of shit, but we were working on it. <laughs> like, 
we, it's all I it's had. All we had. It needed improvement. And then you had to fucking make mom's shit bleed everywhere and whatever. But the doctors were acting like it was a very no big deal. And of course, it is not a big deal to the doctors. So they were just like, yeah, you know, she we stitched her up and she's fine. But then after that, I have no idea. It Br- sounds horrible. Well, especially if you're a little kid, you're like, what's going yeah. on with mom? And especially since it didn't really seem like Brittany could rely on her dad all that much. So mom was at least like hanging out with her. You know, so yes. whatever. But anyway, so um, I also thought this was really sad. And this is kind of where I teared up a little bit. These are some of Brittany's simpler dreams that she felt were too ambitious. Because she wanted to be a star. She thought she was going to be a mega star and all this stuff. But her dreams that were too ambitious were, I want my dad to stop drinking. I want my mom to stop oh. yelling. And I want everyone to be okay. That sounds like such a little kid thing to say and to like think. And that those things seem impossible to her was weird and sad. It is really sad. Yeah. Those are pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah, very serious. I want dad to stop drinking. I want mom to stop yelling. And I want everyone to be okay. So I was like, I just feel like that is kind of Brittany's whole vibe is I think she wants everything to be okay. And so she is going to sacrifice herself because of that. And she did. Because we start when she's 10 at Star Search. She does a Judy Garland song. She uh, scores 3.75 stars. And then in, she advanced to the next round where she met up uh, with Marty Thomas that I loved his Halloween. The Challenger. The Challenger. The Challenger, which, by the way, he is active on Instagram. And he posted a – someone did like a Halloween oh, costume the of the ones. Challenger and he posted yeah. about it. He he seems fantastic. Oh, he seems hilarious. Wish you well. I think he performs on like – Maybe like cruises, things oh, like that. Him. He looked like he was still performing. Yeah, good for yeah. him. But I love that he was wearing a vest because that was, again, very 90s. Uh, we're wearing vests. <laughs> but anyway, um, so she sings the song uh, Love Can Build a Bridge. And she scored another 3.75 yes. stars. And I think that it was because of this interaction with Ed McMahon, but it's fine. And then Marty scored a perfect four. So she doesn't seem to be mad at him for that. Um, she seems to be like, you know... I think he was good and whatever. But Ed McMahon says to her, I noticed that you have the most adorable, pretty eyes. Do you have a boyfriend? He didn't ask Marty Thomas if Marty had a girlfriend or at least Brittany yeah, didn't tell us about fucking this. 10. Brittany could just. Yeah. And I love that Brittany said, no, they're mean. <laughs> He's like, I'm a boy. Am I mean? And she was like, it depends, which is iconic. And I think that we should teach all <laughs> of our girls to say that or our boy and our boys too. anybody that's like oh you're a little heartbreaker or like whatever why are you weird I'm a child why am I a heartbreaker to you <laughs> what why yeah I am I am 10 I am I am a small child you fucking well creep. I was having I had an overgrown bowl at that point in my life you know like I had a bowl cut when I was like eight so this was like growing out when I'm 10 so Nobody was asking me that. Nobody was asking me, do you have a boyfriend? They were probably just like, let's get away from Hurricane Sarah because I was going to be tearing (laughs) through. But, um, okay, so she got some understudy position. This was kind of funny. I liked to hear all the people that were child stars that I was not aware of, like Natalie Portman. That's crazy. She was also an understudy in that one play or whatever where she – Ruthless. And she was um, a sociopathic child star called Nina Denmark. 
so there was so Laura Bell Bundy was the the main was it Nina or Tina? Um, Laura Bell Bundy was the main the main girl, and then and then when she left after a couple months, um, Brittany got bumped into the main role over Natalie Portman, which I thought was really interesting. So there were two understudies for that role. Brittany got bumped up over um, Natalie. Yeah, and. Then it's weird because then we we kind of skip over all this part like with Star Search and everything like that. And then we're just Brittany in like school, like driving, drinking with her mom, smoking cigarettes, making out with 19 year olds on couches like at her bad friend's house. Like I was like, oh, that was I'm a, like, Brittany, what is what does your bad friend mean? Like, I just think it's so childish and funny how she's like, she's like, oh, this is my bad friend. Like, what? Friend. Like, what does a bad friend mean? Grandma Lexi. Yeah, that was her worst friend. That was her <laughs> worst friend. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Lex. I th- so I think I think the timeline though. So I think she she did that and then she quit. Yeah, that's right. She um, quit because they she quit the, the the play because they wanted her to work on Christmas and she was like, no, nah, fuck that, I'm out of yeah. here. Um, and she so she got out of there and then and then she got booked on Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's Club. right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, on round two. And then she said she shared a dressing room with Christina Aguilera and Nikki Deloach. And Nikki Deloach was like in a girl group at some point. Um, and now she's in like Hallmark movies. Oh, love that for her. Either way, yeah, we're still watching her. her. She's still yeah. around. She's still she's still around, still doing stuff. By the stuff. way, so Chrissy and I, and I'm sure you dear listeners out there, we don't believe in ourselves enough. And there are people that like will audition for a Hallmark movie. And then they'll be like, I'm in this movie. It's only on this one streaming platform. <laughs> and then everybody watches it because it's a Hallmark movie because we know it's bad. So we're going to watch it because it's bad. I'll watch every bad movie ever I know. made. The worse, yeah, the better. The worse the movie, the better. It's absolutely... And I miss doing... I yeah, love I it. I miss doing P.S. I hate this movie. Maybe I'll just replace James with you. Um, okay. So... the. Um, so they're they're but so in the would I audition for Mickey Mouse Club? First of all, like when she's talking about it, this sounds like the best fucking time oh, yeah. ever because she does say that it was like nonstop. They had singing lessons, acting classes. Like, but that sounds fun for school. somebody who's into that stuff. But you're ten years old, and you also got to like fuck off and go ride the rides because they 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 filmed that show like at Disney property in yeah, Orlando, and you got to hang out with your friends. Like so, you're just singing some songs with your friends. And then, like, the older kids were, like, Carrie Russell, yeah. Ryan Gosling, and Tony Luca. So she she said that, like, Tony Luca was, like, the guy that she was, like, oh, my God, super dreamy. I would have been, like, fangirling over Carrie Russell oh, all day, God. every day. I think she's, like, the most beautiful thing Remember on the Remember when she cut her hair in Felicity and everybody was, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, that. that is another depiction of in Felicity of, like, how we're reading a book about how fucking terrible women were yeah. treated during during this coming up. Same thing, Carrie Russell. She was legitimately like, I mean, slandered and steamrolled over a haircut because it ruined everything. Well, she cut she her hair. Cut her hair, and also like, I don't want to do curly girl techniques at, all the time. Hell no, no. Dude, that shit's got to be impossible to maintain. No, her hair like, is so beautiful. It looks like. It looks like a dream. And do you know how long that must take her to just like dry it every day? Yeah. And like just get and it, it was to the nineties. You didn't there were there were no TikTok hacks. No. There were there were no like advanced hair tools. No. She had to figure that like shave it, babe. And she didn't. She just cut she it cut short. She cut it short and, and everybody 
They lost their goddamn Everybody minds. pooped their pantsuits about it. They were like... She was like a like a 19-year-old girl that they're like, you ruined everything. You ruined a whole show because you got a haircut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Let me not get a haircut, I guess. Um, this book and also um, the Jessica Simpson memoir, again... I really feel like because Jessica Simpson has a lot of anxiety, like she's like worried about like she won't go on vacation because she's like someone's going to sit there and take a picture of me and say how fat I got or like whatever. And I was like, that sucks. Like, you know, and then also I guess she had an alcohol problem and all this stuff. And like that all really sucks. And I just feel like. I don't feel bad for these people because obviously they have a very privileged life and that's kind of what you asked for. You know, you guys wanted to be famous and you guys wanted to be the biggest thing since whatever. So, I mean, that's kind of on you. But um, I also think that, like, the treatment of them should not be so much, like, you know, insane. Like, so what? Let Jessica Simpson be a size 24. Like, who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't matter. She was also like the like when she got like absolutely steamrolled, she performed at, I don't know, some outdoor event where she was wearing those high rise jeans that everyone's seen. She was like a size four. Yeah, she wasn't even like fat. a size four. Beautiful. And people are like, look how fat she is. I'm like, excuse well, me. Also, she like, should have pardon? some weight on her body. Like, have you seen like she's like a, she's pretty tall, right? I think she's pretty tall. I don't know. And she had huge jugs, too. They were great. So I'm like, why are we like not expecting that she has weight to go like with her body? Like she looks she looks really know. good. Why, like why, why do we why do we think that we have the authority to talk about everyone else's body all the time? I don't know. Like because we were trying to be critical it, of our own bodies, and so we figure if we just tell other people, because like, so we'll just we'll just insult other people to make ourselves feel better. Like I mean, yeah, Chrissy, we're all terrible people. Obviously, <laughs> I know I am. We've discussed this so many times. But the problem is, is that we take this stuff out on ourselves. And we really also only take it out on the people who deserve it, like Justin Timberlake. But oh, we'll we'll get to that that little little bitch. bitch. Um, (laughs) That little bitch. Um, So Britney Spears gets in a car accident with her mom. Like, so she's driving, and her mom thinks that she's like, "Oh, have you been smoking?" And then they got in a car accident, and then Britney's not in trouble for smoking anymore, and she's like, "I'm like, but you." Why were you letting yeah. the kid drink white Russians and <laughs> white Russians? They were drinking white Russians and then wham, wham, dr- <laughs> right into a tree um, or a telephone yeah, yeah, yeah. pole, whatever they whacked into. Something, yeah. something completely inanimate. So Brittany Jean crashed into something, and this is what we now we know what's wrong with Jamie Lynn. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that that brain got shaken up yeah, a little bit. We, that that's okay. That's okay. But now we know. Yeah. Um, so we got I it. have a lot of questions about the guy. Like she didn't address some things, and I was kind of like, let's talk about these guys, Brittany. So she's like 14 at her bad friend's house, and that 18 or 19-year-old dude like snuck into the house and then started making out with her. Unannounced. She said he didn't say anything to her. She had a crush on him. She was 13 years old, and he just came in and started making out with and her. And I'm like, Pardon? let's talk about this man. Like, because that's a that's a that's a man. Sure, that's a that's a felony. Well, he can. That's a that's a felony, he can sir. Vote. She's a child. Well, legally, yeah. he's allowed to and vote. She, she can, can't even drive a car. <laughs> like she drives one, but she can't. <laughs> well, she can drive a car, just very yeah, poorly. Yeah, yeah. Well, because she's thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, I was just like, I have a lot of questions about this man. Um, and again, she even like didn't name somebody that Justin was allegedly cheating on her with because she felt bad and she didn't want them to feel bad. 
And I was like, that is such yeah. a nice person. Because they were, they're, they're popular now and they're married and Again, have kids. I would be settling scores and I'd be like, listen, I've gotten through it, but I just wanted to let you know, this is my problem with you. <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm over it. I know where your vagina has been. And Samesies, babe. <laughs> been there. Yeah. <Yikes>. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, like, I God. love that Britney sent Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake a baby gift, especially knowing what we know now. Remember when she oh, sent, I forgot about remember that. when she sent them a baby gift when they were having their first baby? I was like, oh, I hope that she like. Oh, I hope that was the most passive aggressive thing on the planet. I, I know she got something nice, but I would. Oh, I, yeah, it was oh, probably God, classy, but I hope I hope that it had like crabs on it or something. So something inconvenient, <laughs> like just like, hey, we gave them a like a like a like a um, not like herpes. Like I don't want it to be like permanent, but like you're getting some canker sores. Sorry, like we're gonna get you trench mouth. Enjoy your baby. <laughs> we, we got you a nice hand foot mouth God. disease. We've never heard of it happening to thirty five year olds, but you have it now, Justin. <laughs> you'll get over it and like you'll the... be okay. But. <laughs> The fucking plague blankets that they yeah. gave out. Like, yeah. Isn't it beautiful? I had that hand stitched for you, for your kid. <laughs> I got you guys matching pajamas, and it's got fiberglass in it. <laughs> I had this taxidermy for you. Do you like it? I, it's all for you. Genu- genuine taxidermy. It's a taxidermied alligator. Do you like it? Perfect for babies. Do you like it? Because that's what I would have said. I spent a lot of money on it. It's full size, full grown, four foot. You like it? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to ship it to you. Yeah, send them like like a gift like the um, like the Statue of Liberty. Like, great. Now I'm going to, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? But, okay, so, all right. Again, I have a question about that man. And then um, the eighteen-year-old, the, yeah, the nineteen-year-old. I also have questions about Justin, but that can be for a later day. Um, so the nineteen-year-old, and then I also think that when she is a teenager here, oh, fuck, she does something really fucking. I'm trying to look through my notes really quick because she snuck into her friend's house, and then what did she do? She, I don't know. She, she. She was in her friend's house. She was in her friend's house on the couch. That's right. And he snuck That's in. Right. She dated her. He snuck yeah, in. He snuck in. But then she also dated her brother's bo- her friend. Best friend or yeah. whatever who was a senior. And I think she was a yeah, freshman. So she was 14 and then her boyfriend was 17, which again is still statutory. But she didn't even say yeah. like she she never said a bad word about either of these gentlemen. So I can only assume that they were she not didn't. bad people. Well, she, but I just think it's she weird. Said, so. She went to prom. So this is like the last bit of normal she she claimed. Yeah. To. But she went to prom with this guy. Um, she said she lost her virginity yes. to him. Uh, she would ditch school and go and hang out with him. And it took her a while before she missed like she 17 days of school or something. She missed. Yeah. Some crazy amount of days. And her mom was like, how did you do this? And she was like, lady, I've been forging your name yeah. since before. Before you gave me white yeah, I was Russian. Say, okay? Get me to top so off your I, white Russian mom. <laughs> you you think that that. Me, this Virginia Slim smoking white Russian drinker, can't can't sign your fucking yeah. name, lady. Yeah. Please, yeah. I got yeah. I got this. That was hilarious. But she said, she also said that Brian ratted her out for sneaking around, and then she got 
punished and she had to like go clean up trash and he followed her around and took pictures of her which is the most sibling oh, shit I ever i love that i loved that that was awesome that's honestly that's the most normal thing that's ever happened to her in her entire fucking life is that yep. her brother ratted her out and she got punished and had to go pick up trash and he was like fuck you and just followed yeah. her around and that photographed was her amazing older sibling shit and i really really truly loved that like for that i respected yeah. it i respected, I respected it. it too so Brittany graduates high school and she just kind of is like, I'm not going to do like a normal job. I have to be a performer. I have to, you know, do all that stuff. So she finished and then she, so she made a demo. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, she made a demo. She made a demo singing I Have Nothing, which I thought was interesting because I went through and like looked at all these Mickey Mouse Club videos, by the way, which, oh, I gotta um, do that by today. the way, I, I watched videos of, of her. She looked so fucking cool she like looks she so looked cool. like the coolest yeah. chick on the fucking planet i i watched her and i was like this is incredible so she the video on um online and if you go into my notes it's, it's linked in there but there's a video where i have nothing to saying but christina aguilera is singing it and Brittany and justin are doing backup oh. um for yeah. it but Brittany recorded that song oh. for her demo to bring to all these meetings to bring to uh, Larry Rud- Rudolph, who signed her. Oh, also. Um, or was there, he didn't sign her. He was her manager. He was her manager from 1998 to 2021. Do, wow. Do you think that we will get a documentary about the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse after this? Do you think we're going to get like a bunch of like. Oh, I hope I so. I do, too. Because, like, so. we're learning about, like, there's a one um, Netflix series about the, oh, shit, what are those? The ultimate, not the warriors. The Ninja no, Warriors? No, they're like the the gladiators, the ultimate gladiators or whatever. And how fucking oh. awful, that you should watch that. It's really amazing. Like, they're just all jacked up on drugs and, like, they had to do all these shows, like, where they're fighting, like, normal people. Like, it's so fucking funny. Like, I'm like, yeah, what's going on? I don't, I never watched any of oh. that. Like, I, I stopped at, like, um, Nickelodeon's guts where I was like, these people are top of the planet. Yeah. These are prime fucking and athletes. The Hidden Temple. Guts. Amazing. Legends of the Hidden yeah. Temple. Also athletes. Yeah. Yeah. All those people just inflicted with trauma because they go in that little castle and somebody would pop out and capture them immediately. Oh, God. Every time. Show. And then they'd be like, you don't win a trip to Disney. Instead, you want a box of Nilla wafers. And that's what they'd win like every that time. That was some bullshit. I used to get so mad. I was like, Nilla wafers? Like, those are good. I was but like, like, you could have you could have made you could have made it. And you're giving these people like boxes of like old, like expired cookies. No. And you dangled a, a trip to Disney in front you of them. You fuckers. Oh. You fuckers. Just like Pepsi, where's my jet? Dick we move. got problems with that. I got beef with that. Ooh. I got motherfucking beef with you, Pepsi. It was so easy. And Coke, I got beef <laughs> with you too. Because Coke, you could have given him a jet and you could have fucking that could have been a great punk for them. That would have been awesome. Oh God. The great soda wars. But yeah, and then but Miss Britney Jean Spears loves Pepsi. Okay, so she's a part of it. So I, um, she records this demo, and she like wants to do. I, I also love this too because she said that she was a director at eight, and they they were into this video for Hit Me Baby One More Time. So like obviously they hook her up with these writers, and they're like, oh, you're gonna do this now, and like you know they're just kind of this is like the beginning of everybody just kind of telling Britney like what to do. I, I I think this is very like the are you talking about the the video where she, she they were they were supposed they, they, to be like space and then she said that they looked too much like Power Rangers and she didn't like it. 
Okay, so I think this is incredibly important, and I think yes. it's important for later. So I think I think when we're talking about Britney in terms of this video, so this is at this point. So she she goes in, she makes a demo for Larry Rudolph um, with "I Have Nothing." She goes to like twenty five meetings. She ends up signing with Clive Calder yep. um, with Jive Records, who was like she described him as like this amazing South African oh, man who had like a who had like a, a, one of those like dropkick dogs, like those you know those, those little yeah, tiny ass like. Um, uh, teacup dogs that are absolutely like horribly that she has um, now bred yeah uh they're they're like the what designer dogs yes, is that what they're yeah, called? little toy so, dogs so we we get introduced to that and then there's they start talking about um the she goes into like the baby one more time video but at, so as a brand new artist no one knows who the no. fuck she is at this point no one knows who she is no one knows she does everything the, she is brand new has no leverage and they give her this video concept and she says Nah, dog. We're not doing that. Here's what yeah. I want to do, and and they changed the entire video. Yeah, she said, "I feel like people want to see me at school with my friends dancing," and she was absolutely fucking correct yeah. because she was. That right. was that was like the biggest thing of ever. Like it was. I mean, of course, they're dressed like sexy school children. You know, like if that's going to be the thing that sells. But I'm sure that their space outfits were pretty fucking you know, scantily anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure... Well, she did... She ended up doing the space thing for um, But I oops. loved that for oops. For hit me, baby, one more yeah. time, it was definitely school. Like, she made the right fucking call. So... No, she didn't make the right call. And then she talked about, like, doing the uniform yeah. versus the outdoor scenes where they turn into... Which, by the way, ev- I don't know if you watched that oh. video again, because I did. Every costume in that video... Iconic. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. I'm like, I'd wear that. I'd wear the, that. Not the crop top, but I'd wear the rest of it. I love those yeah. pants. I love well, everything. So James had gotten me tickets to go see the Britney in the Zone, where basically you're like in that immersive, like Britney Spears, like music video, like all the scenes, like you're in me against the music and you're in like toxic, like you're on the plane and all that stuff. And then they canceled it because of COVID. But I was like, oh. you fucking like, do you, you, do you I remember? I just want to go in there. I don't need other people in there. Just let me yeah, in. Let me just in. Open it. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that MTV show Made yes. or whatever yes. it was, where like the, there there was a girl that did that the, the baby one more time video. I like and I remember it like it was fucking yesterday. And I need to find oh, that man. too. No, so the the hit me baby one more time video is awesome, and that's what I wanted to say is that like that's a good point that you brought up too that she was nothing. She was nobody. This is her first music video. They just know that she can sing and that she's cute and she's sweet and she's like. And she was like 15 or 16. Yeah. And she, but so and she had, like, no, she had no leverage yeah. and she went in and was like, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're doing yeah. this. And one, like going back to that song of like what it was. So like she got signed um, and it got produced by Max Martin, yes. which when, when they introduced her to Max Martin, she again asked, like, who has he worked with? Now, like, Max Martin, if you don't know, um, like, the pop music scene, like, uh, pop music as it exists today would not exist without yes. Max Martin. Yeah, like, this man, it, this man is royalty. He is, I mean, um, he's done everything from, like, like the OG pop queen, like Robin, yep. our Swedish queen, um, Britney, Backstreet Boys, Adele, Pink, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, um, Coldplay, Celine, like Christina Aguilera, and one of his newer ones for uh, you. He co he co wrote and co produced Monaskin <gasps> Supermodel. Oh, I love them. I love Monaskin. But he, yeah, 
He did he did so yeah. much on on um this album. Like he did he did Baby One More Time. He wrote and co-produced it. He did Drive Me Crazy. He did Oops I Did It Again. He did Stronger. He did yeah. Lucky, Overprotected. I'm not a girl, not the yet. The Overprotected woman. music did... video fucking pops off. It's amazing. I love. I mean Yeah. So I love it all. This is where we're introduced to Felicia. This is her like yes. friend. This is her person who takes care of her on the road. This is the person that is kind of like her handler, I guess she calls her at first. And then she just, yeah. and then Fifi just like, Fee or Fifi or Felicia, she's always around Brittany. And she just tells her what to do. Like, she's like, okay, like we have to get up. Like, she, I mean, and I think she eventually became her assistant, yes. but she became, she came, she came, went, basically went on the road with her because Brittany was underage yes. and was a minor. And her mom was at home with Jamie Lynn. And yeah, so Felicia um, was like I mean, mo- substitute mom. Yeah, just stepping yeah. in. And then um, I also thought, was it with Max Martin or where was it where she runs into the screen door? That was at some um, like industry party for the first right. time. The Max Martin thing that she did is that they went to a restaurant they together the by themselves. Like, and, she, and one of them set the table on fire and they were like, should we go? And they just left. I like, I that. mean, could you... Like, who is the waiter? I want to hear from the waiter who was like, I brought them their water, was like, I'll be right back to take your order. And then I came back and they fucking set the table on fire, burned the whole place yep. to the ground. What restaurant was yeah, this? Yeah, what restaurant was this? And like, why didn't we, like, we never heard about this until today. But I thought it was interesting that the one thing that she remembers is how embarrassing it was to walk through a screen door. Like, like it wasn't yeah. a lot of other things. Like, she's not big leaguing anybody. She's like, it was so embarrassing to walk through a screen door. Um, and then this is where she starts doing those like mall tours and like where did you watch any videos of her doing Which, the mall tours? I oh did my God, not. But she's you, fucking did, did dancing ever, her little ass off. Did you ever go to a mall no. tour? I saw I saw Jessica Simpson in a mall parking lot um, like when I was like 15. So like these were these were legit. Yeah. Yes. And then they really have this is also the part where um, she has that picture of her in her underwear with the Teletubby on the oh, phone. the Rolling Stones yes. cover. I so I pulled that up. It, this, the picture is incredible. I have this picture um, hanging on the wall in my office. Yes, do you really? of course. I love it's Britney so, Spears. It's so yeah. great. It's so great. You guys don't understand. I have the Britney Spears tour bus. I have like five Britney Barbie dolls. I have a Britney Spears backpack. Um, I have like I just have so much Britney shit. I have. Britney Funko Pops. I have everything Britney. I'm even wearing a Britney sweatshirt right now. You are wearing a Britney sweatshirt. Yeah. I see. I don't. I was never like a huge Britney fan. I never disliked her. I was just never. Well, um, I got her first album in 1999. This is when Hit Me Baby One More Time comes out. Like the whole album. Um, I got it in my Easter basket, which was actually a helmet um, that had like the Easter grass in it. Because I got a bike for Christmas, and then I got a helmet for. Easter, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it seems <laughs> Did like, they, like I should you gotten, ride the bike three times. Yeah, I think I should have gotten the helmet know. with, but that's all right. Or they, not at they all. They got you the bike. Got you the bike. You rode it three times, and they're like, "Fuck, we got to get her some some pads, <laughs> some helmets. Like, there's gonna be brain damage. Yeah, do something. something's going on. She's gonna end up like Britney Jean. No. Um. So, um, that was when her album came out. It was like number one. She was the biggest fucking thing ever. I cannot even tell yeah, you the, the sound that escaped me when this album was in my Easter basket. I thought that the Easter Bunny dropped this off to me. You know, like I was like, "This is really thoughtful." Aww. You know? Yeah. Thank you so much for thinking love of you. me. Love you, love you, Eb. You're the fucking cutest. He really knows yeah. me. 
I got it. Eminem for Christmas. <laughs> I want Eminem's. <laughs> I want Eminem Slim Shady album for Christmas. Ooh. That was my favorite. I love that "Hi, My Name Is" song. Oh my god, loved it. It was like it was I crazy. Love that, man. So she was she was the first woman to debut with yep. a number one single and album at the same yeah. time. And and that was that, she debuted at number one in January of 1999. I know. That's amazing. And the funny thing is, is that in the audiobook when she says January 12th, 1999, I don't know if you listened to this podcast. It was um, serial. But January 13th, 19, 1999 is also a big day. So I thought that was very interesting that Britney Spears just came out. And then that's also around the same time that this whole serial scandal went on. But um, so now we've got Britney. She's a big star. Um, I'm actually really happy that she sat down and talked with her mom about like because Justin and J.C. Chazé were, you know, they're going to be in a, in a boy group. They were going to they were forming NSYNC. And then a couple of other girls that were I don't remember if they were in the Mickey Mouse Club or just other people that she knew. They were being parts of girl groups. And she was like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm going to be Britney yeah. Spears. And I think that was like the greatest call ever. And then um, we will discuss the second part where we're kind of in like the 2000s and dating Justin Timberlake um, in two weeks, I guess. So we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. But that's where I wanted to leave you guys is that Britney is debuted at number one. She's the biggest thing like ever. Like she just exploded. That had to be so weird. Just to pop out and go from nothing. I think like she I mean, she wasn't completely anonymous. No, no, didn't no. have complete anonymity because she she had done stuff. So so she had like a, you know, a taste of fame. But going from what she had had, she was I mean, she it, it doesn't seem like it was that long of a time lapse from where she was yep. going to prom with her brother's friend and cleaning up trash on the side of the highway and getting photographed by yep. her brother to not being able to leave her house and having to have security with her at all yeah. times based on how big she that was. That is Yeah, it was like it was half that time. Half. It was like eight years. It was very eight years. Flash yeah, in the pan. It really was. So I really feel like if we, you know, stop here, this is where she's the biggest thing in the world. And then we'll catch back up with you guys when she's dating Justin. Because again, just like Chrissy said, this is like a really big transformation for Britney in a very short amount of time. But we all still love her. We do yeah. love her. So thank you so much for hanging out with us on our first episode. We're just getting our legs here. We're getting our sea legs. We are we're learning the dance moves. We are choreographing. We are figuring out what kind of a superstar we're going to be. Um, but yeah, we're going to... Any minute. Any minute now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to audition for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse um, yet. Maybe if they're accepting auditions. I'll be nine, I guess. I'll say I'm ten. Right, I want to go back to the '90s right now, so I'm good. I don't know, man. I would, I would love to have a job where you just like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ride rides for the next 45 yeah. minutes. I'll be back. I later. also loved how later on in the book she says that like Jamie Lynn had this like cute little Disney show, and she wished that that's all she had. And I was like, oh, that's so hard because the Disney show was probably hard. Like read Jeanette McCurdy's book. <laughs> oh like, yeah, like... <laughs> not a, not a great life there can tell you that right now. <laughs> but what are we doing to our girls? Okay. So anyway, um, 
Thank you so much for joining us. I can't say enough that I would recommend at least listening to the audiobook, even if you're not kind of the biggest Britney fan. Um, I'm not a big Jessica Simpson fan, but I listened to that book. Um, or is, you know. Yeah, in the, in the words of Michelle Williams, it's um, well worth your while yeah. <laughs> to listen to the audiobook. So download yeah, it. Yeah, download that. Follow us along. It's a masterpiece. It's, it's absolutely a masterpiece. Follow us along. And um, we are on Instagram. I'm not going to do Facebook because Facebook is, I'm not going to. It's not our audience, No. Babe. Um, so we're going to be the girlies, um, you know, with the Lisa Frank stickers on our Stanley mugs, even though I don't have a Stanley mug. But I, I love Neither the girlies I. that have no. the stickers on the Stanley mugs. Um, and... Uh, so we're on Instagram at Book It Book Podcast, right? It's Book It Book yes. Podcast. Um, yes. And follow us on there. Hang out with us. And let's read some fucking weird books together. Um, yeah. And we'll be back with a part two. Yeah, we'll be back with part two where we can completely go in on Justin Timberlake as much as he deserves. And more. And more. And more. Today, Today, um, someone walked into my office wearing a Justin Timberlake <gasps> sweatshirt that said, cry me a river. And I, he, I, st- I stopped him and I was like, that is a bold fucking statement, my yeah. friend. And then he posted about me on social media and tagged me <gasps> in it. And he was like, this is my sweatshirt. Is this a bold statement? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Bold. And this is an even bolder bold thing statement. To, do to put this on Facebook, sir. To show up in Britney Spears' 2023 wearing a Justin Timberlake shirt. Yeah. Saying so, cry me a river? I mean, I'm like, what, are you saying this ironically because your boy needs to cry or what's going on? It was a, it was a bold move. Bold I'm move. also mad at him because he's ruining, he teased the NSYNC reunion and he wants the NSYNC reunion and now Joey Fatone has car payments, you know what I mean? Like, so their tour is getting, is getting canceled. And I'm like, they don't have yeah. they don't have friends with benefits money, Justin. Yeah, babe, that money didn't last. Yeah, okay. They're not they're not married to Jessica Biel, Seventh Heaven. You know what I mean? They're not. You know, their kids need braces and shit. Like, I get get yeah. on it. They have stuff that they have to do, and I think that they should just go on tour as NSYNC without Justin. I don't care. I don't. You know, they have. They should. If they the have. Spice Girls can go sans Jerry Hallowell, like who cares? Just go out. JC Chazé oh, is also, wonderful. I mean, let's 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 be honest. That was the vocalist of that group. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just mean they're still going I mean, out. Who cares? The talent of that man. Yeah, but JC Chazé is beautiful, and he is the best one in NSYNC. And I will fight anybody who says otherwise. Yeah, and he's wasting his talents out there doing cat commercials or whatever's whatever's going on. Let let the man go on tour. Yes, let the man let us experience. Let the it. man go on tour. And you know what, JC Chazé, if you're listening to this, you obviously are. Let us take you out to dinner. <laughs> we will set the table on fire on purpose, <laughs> and we will make you a big star because immediately because Chrissy was a Hollywood star at a Hollywood video. <laughs> yeah, I I became a star at Hollywood video. Sarah's one pageant. I am a pageant and- winner. And you know what? You are qualified. You are in our book club, and we are going to get some fucking personal pan pizzas. All right. <laughs> Next, Next time, time, everybody. everybody.